Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when this thought hits you. Okay, I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever. Or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, the whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Here we go. Come on, Bobby. What's happening, friends? Welcome back. Another week of the show. It's Monday morning, studio. Morning. morning. All right, we're going to go around the room. Here's the question I'm going to ask you. It's the Monday prompt. I'm going to ask you if you could go back to your birth and choose your own name, what would it be? Ooh. I don't ever tell them these questions if you listen to this beforehand, so they don't know. So I like to give them a second to think about that because it's weird because we're so attached to our names. <laughs> I always thought my name was like young and cool. I remember telling my wife, like, it's Bobby. It's like Young Cool. And she Googled it. She goes, it was actually most popular in 1931. And I was like, oh. <laughs> and she goes, and you were named after your grandfather, which is my biological dad's side, who I didn't know. But his name was Bob. And she goes, so you think your name is Young? I always felt like Bobby was like kid name. Bob was. So if you could go back and change your name at birth, Eddie, what would it be? Man. So like, I thought about this when the movie came out. I'm like Forrest Gump. I thought Forrest would be the coolest name ever. Lunchbox has a friend named Forrest. I yeah. know, and he was before Forrest Gump, and then it just the name exploded, and he was it was everywhere. I bet it was miserable for him. It was miserable. Run, Forrest, run all the oh, time, yeah, yeah, over yeah. and over and over. Oh, what a te- what terrible timing. Yeah, and I mean that's like when we were in like middle school. And it was just like everybody said it over and over. So you'd be Fo- Eddie. Be I think Forrest is so cool. I'd love that. All right, Forrest. For Forrest the Garcia. Call you by the name you like. <laughs> Lunchbox. Winner. What? Winner. Your name is Winner. <laughs> like yeah. like pronounced Wiener. No, Winner. <laughs> what? Like I'm a winner in winner? life. No, oh, Winner. That's a good no, one. No, 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 Winner. Okay. Because I'm a winner in life, and I mean I'm set up from the start for everybody to know this dude's a winner. There are no. people named Doctor. That's D O C T O. Oh yeah, Doc Martin. M- multiple people named Doctor. Doctor. And, and that's the, so people always assume that they're a doctor. Yeah, that's, that's a weird that's one. That's Winner. Yeah, Amy. Mine's Josie. You're, I love that name. You named like your, your dog, dog? Josie. Yeah, because I couldn't name myself Josie. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> so that's exactly why I named her that like years ago. Yeah, a Rottweiler well, looked like a Josie, but I was like, nope, I love that name. I, I met a girl somewhere, and she said her name was Josie, and I was like, oh my gosh, I love that name. And I always thought if I had a girl, like a baby, I'd name her Josie. But never did. So I named my dog. I'd probably go with something like Waldo. Waldo? Like, yeah, because it's just 
I don't know a single Waldo. Other than the where's Waldo. Where's Waldo? Yeah. You yeah. get a lot of Waldo. that. Heck, can you find him? You only know him. Can't ah. find him. <laughs> I don't know. And what is Waldo even? That's going to be short for something, right? Like, hey, hey, uh, oh, Eddie's Lord. friend from Family Matters. Yeah, Wal- I know Waldo. Waldo for sure. But like, I like Waldo because it's an inch name. Sound. It feels soft. Like, and there's no bad guy at Waldo. Waldo is a good dude. The Waldo Bones. You guys show? run into Waldo lately? No, I miss that dude though. <laughs> yeah. So probably like Waldo. It's just a. It's like a different name. It doesn't feel like it's from the Pilgrims. It doesn't feel like if it's even today. It's just like in this mysterious space. Waldo. Waldo. Ain't never been a bad Waldo. You know what I'm saying? That's true. So, yeah, Waldo Draldo Faldo is the name on <laughs> I love it. Waldo, Waldo, yeah, Waldo Draldo hey, Faldo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, thank you guys. Let's go. Let's open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello. Whoa, 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 whoa. Bobby Bones. I have a married friend who flirts. To get things for free on girls' nights, she will flirt with guys at the bar to get them to buy her drinks. I've seen her flirt with employees at the mall to get a discount. Waiters at restaurants, guys at the tire store—you name it. Sometimes she'll even remove her wedding ring on nights we go to higher-end bars Ooh. to ensure that she doesn't have to pay for more expensive drinks. It does seem to end there. I've never seen her do anything more than that. I'm not sure if her husband knows about it. My husband and I are really close with both of them. Is this something he would want to be aware of, or is this a thing he should find out on his own? Signed, friend of a flirter. Let me put me in this situation. I got no problem with Caitlin doing this. None. What about taking the ring None, off? None. Don't give a crap. Don't care about that. Sorry, she gonna, she's not going to do anything with them. You, you're going to save money just by taking your ring off. So that's why you like it. Heck yeah! <laughs> I have no fear that she's going to cheat on me. And if she's out, and you got all these dudes wanting to buy her a drink, all it takes is one little action of oh, pulled off the ring, put it in my pocket. Go for it. I'm, uh, he probably knows. He's probably in on it. Maybe. Like, ba- let her let her rip, Tater Chip. I would like have she no- gets home and tells him how much she saves. Yeah. Oh, wow. Listen. <laughs> he gets excited. And that's what turns him on. <laughs> See? <laughs> I would have no problem with it whatsoever, but I'm also not in a relationship where I am concerned that there could be some funny business going on. I think if that's happened before or if that's a concern, definitely you shouldn't do that. But for me, I would have no problem. I would laugh and be like, suckered him again. That's me. You? No, you don't say anything. I don't, is that her question? If she should go to the husband? Yeah, she's but close how do you feel him? about it, though? No, you don't say anything at all. No chance. Yeah, don't do that. But I also have no problem with it happening. Yeah, I guess I don't have a problem with it happening. I don't. Do you ever, do that, Amy? No, no. She doesn't have I to anymore. I don't well, get drinks true. bought for me, though. You don't? Really? Don't hey, come here. Don't cry. <laughs> you hear like, start to crack or yeah. her voice start to crack? Oh, man. It's because well, you, I mean, you haven't this, been out really without the ring. Okay, I don't go out. True. But this email makes it seem like, gosh, she gets tons of stuff for free all the time. Well, yeah. We haven't been in the mix. Okay. We got to mix it up. Okay. We got to put you in the mixing bowl. I prefer to stay home. Meow mix. Yeah. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lunchbox? Uh, flirt to free. What? Flirt till you get it for free. <laughs> and hey, maybe she'll get you a free drink. A tires. Think about free tires. Yeah, just or think, think about tire store. You want to take your ring? Heck, take your pants off. Get some well, yeah, tires. Well, no, I, I went too far. I went too far. No, but that's right. A tire shop is full Where's of dudes. Where's your shorts is what I'm saying. They see uh-huh. a hottie walk in, they're going to be like, oh, they're all going to be whoop, yeah, drooling wear over. Short, wear short shorts. I'm all about the it. flirt. Me too. Have y'all ever gotten anything for free? For sure. One time. Shot through. I don't know. Showed some thigh. Man, I went to a gay bar once. I got everything for free. Yeah, you get free drinks no matter what. They bought all my beers. Yeah. It was crazy. Why? 
What do you mean? <laughs> they're they're flirting with me, I guess. I know, no, but no, they're no, better no. looking guys. I've, I've been to gay bars too. too. No, I'm telling you, it was it was a weird night. We all went after work, me and all the weathermen, and we and we're just there at the bar, like, hey, can I get you a drink? Sure. Yeah, dude, I didn't pay for one beer. Probably drank about eight of them. Is it good? <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. Is it because they knew you were straight? I don't know. 100%. Oh, were they like? It was really? probably a game, like, see who can get the straight guy. Oh, really? Who won? I don't know. <laughs> what do you mean, who won? He doesn't I remember. Won. He doesn't remember. Hey, you tell me. <laughs> Yeah, okay. That, that works. Uh, unfair question. I get simple pay know. for me in a I different mean, way. Like, oh, that's true. You do. Yeah. No, no. For how I look or anything, no. No chance. Until I got any sort of success at all, they were like, uh, you can you can leave, sir. No, I came to buy. Nah, we're good. But we're good with that. You're kind here. Like, what? Uh, you, for, to answer your question, don't say anything to the husband. Secondly, I don't even care. That's actually pretty cool. Not everybody will feel that way, though. Thank you. That's the mailbag. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Here's a voicemail from Ross in Dallas, Texas. I just wanted to say thank you for bringing joy and happiness and into everyone's lives and all your listeners. You're not syndicated here in Dallas, but it's the first time that I've laughed or smiled since Saturday. And even though that there's turmoil in each and everybody's lives, you still bring the joy and happiness to everyone. So wanted to say thank you, and I appreciate it. Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate that. Very nice of you to say. Here's Corey in Nashville, Tennessee. Good morning, Bobby. Good morning, studio. You know, I was just looking at Lunchbox's Instagram, which I don't know why. And I'm so, so, so happy that Bobby doesn't have to go to bat for Lunchbox this year. And and Lunchbox actually gets the bat for himself. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I felt so bad for the guy last year. I mean, they really just didn't want him on the team. And really only because Bobby really helped him get in that game. You know, Lunchbox, you keep promoting that you're playing in that game, man. I I hope I see you out at third base coach or something. Last year, Lunchbox couldn't get in the celebrity softball game. Oh, yeah. And I said, I'll get you in. And then this year, you're in. Well, I was in last year. And then they came to me and said, you're out. Right. So, I mean, so I'm back in this year. I'm in. Yeah. So we're just waiting. Until they take you out. Until they take me out and tell me, (laughs) oh, no, you know what? You're not going to play, actually. I mean, so I'm hoping they announced I'm in. So if they take me out again, I mean, we're just flipping over tables. June 5th, the Rocking Jock Celebrity Softball Tournament. Speaking of sports, Eddie's coaching his son's basketball team. Mm -hmm. I've offered to be the owner, general manager. Sponsor the team. How much? Whatever. How much did you need? 500, 600? How much was it? No, it was three. Oh. It was the original. (laughs) But the coach needs to get paid. Right, right. Come on, man. So if they would be the the bones, Mm -hmm. I'm good. I pay for the whole team. There's got to be the bones. They can be yeah. whatever. The Nashville bones. They can be the, the Middle Tennessee bones. It just has to have bones That's, in there. Yeah. they got to be the bones. the bones. Yeah. So I ran it by my, my team. Yeah. Uh, after the practice, I kind of huddled them together. And we all right, boys. Uh, good practice. You know, good job, Jimmy. Trip dribbling. Hey, good shots over there, little Tommy. Listen, I got to talk to you all about something. We got an owner. And he wants us to be named something. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Coach, coach, we got ideas. We got ideas. And I was like, hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. He wants to name the team the Bobby Bones. Yeah. And they're like... Or Bobby's Bones. Uh, they're like, what? Yeah. And they were all like, no, 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 we can't be the Bones. Oh, no. Let's be the Wolf Pack. Oh, and they all started howling. And then they were like, hey, hey, how about the Grizzlies? And we can be like the, the Memphis Grizzlies. And I'm like, guys, just 
The, the owner will give us money. We'll get good uniforms. We'll get good balls that aren't flat if we go with the bones. And they're like, no, we're not doing it. Okay. Well, there we have it. I guess our deal couldn't be reached. Don't you like the wolf pack, though? Why would, I, why would I care about the wolf pack? How about the bones pack? And you got to do. <laughs> okay. Okay. The wolf bones. Can I take it to them? Eh, I don't like wolf bones. How about the bony boys? No, no, no. No, we're not doing that. How about bones. you've been boned? Oh, how about the bone? Eh. No, 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 no. No, no, no. The bones five. Because it's 35. <laughs> all those are risky. Bat, the bat, how about the. I don't know. I think. Ba- the, ba- bad bones? The ba- bad to the bones? Bones is ballers? Yeah, yeah, see. I, Ball and bones? Yeah. yeah I don't yeah, want to do bones and balls. We're not going to be able to reach a deal. Come on, man. Come on. Think of something. Think of something. So, that they, go, they just don't want to be like the bones. What were you going to donate if they were the bobby bones? 700 yeah. bucks. No. Stop, oh, make, stop raising the price. It was no? 300. Okay. okay. So would you do 150 for the wolf pack? No. 150? I mean, I can't get two basketballs for 150. Well, yes, you can. <laughs> Not good ones. Okay. <laughs> How about the bones beaters? No. Nope. No, 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 no. <laughs> Why do your names always border on <laughs> inappropriate? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. no. Okay. Uh-uh. The basket bones. Wait a minute. The basket bones. That's not bad. Basket bones. Let me write that one down. Uh, and I- oh, I got it. I got it. Bones and balls. <laughs> oh, we already no. said no to we that. We already said that. Wait, that was stop. Amy's idea. We got to stop. We got to stop. It's just too close. Basket bones? The basket. I like that the, one. How about the the basket bones? Uh, the basket bones team. I don't know. The basket bones. Come to me with a good and we'll. When do you have to? When do you need the money by? Mm, I mean, we have two more practices, and then it's game time. But don't you have to order uniforms? Well, the, I mean, they're already included. Oh, why'd you just say that? we get good uniforms? Amy, we'll talk, we'll talk later, off, off air. Oh, so it's keeping extra money. What do you mean? What do you mean? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, okay. no, 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 no. Mind me a name. We'll come back, okay. though, okay? It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. Sarah Merrill was 17 years old when she started at Dartmouth College as a pre-med major. Well, it was there that she also met her husband and then they had their first child. She had every intention of going back to school, then med school and pursuing her dreams to become a doctor. Well, then nine kids later, <laughs> she she just... Wow. Whoa. They kids. were very committed to family. And she was yes. a stay-at-home mom. <laughs> yes. uh, but she wants... Uh, other women to know and other mothers out there do not give up on your dreams because now at 41 she just graduated from medical school well we shouldn't act like 41's that old though honestly yeah i mean like 90, I'm 44. yeah amy's like 41 <laughs> we're all like yeah that's not that old it's a great story she had a lot of kids who went back but amy's like you'll never believe it what's that amy her age well yeah what is it She's so old. Forty one. Whoa. So much her age. I mean, You're I'm trying, trying to be to, an actress what? at forty one. Yeah, you need to. You need to concentrate on the nine You're children. Forty one, aren't you? Yes, I was about to say. Oh. At, I'm trying to picture myself at forty two, going back and doing all the things, med school, and then she's starting her residency, and then she like she still yeah. has other things she's got to complete, and so it's just pretty awesome. The I'm nine kids her. is the highlight. I mean, forty one. You still have plenty. She's already graduated, so she started. She went back at like thirty five. You know what I mean? Fertile Myrtle. We're getting, way, we're getting way too into it here. Yeah. I want to say good for her. Yes. Uh, oh, boy, has a lot of kids, though. Yeah. yeah. Nine, Nine kids. kids. Wow. There'd be like some triplets in there somewhere, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Otherwise, you're just pregnant your whole life. Great story. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. It's a Bobby Bones show interview. In case you didn't know. Her name is Caroline Jones. 
She's such a great musician. She plays, I mean, all kinds of stuff. I'm going to ask her in a minute, but she plays so many instruments. She's a great solo artist. We'll be talking about her project called Superpower, but she's also the first female member of the Zach Brown Band. Like Zach was like, join our band and that band. You got to be really good. So here she is. Her name is Caroline Jones. Let's talk to her now. Go. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Caroline Jones. Caroline, it's good to see you. Good to see you. It's, have you been in here before? Never. I'm so excited. It's kind of surreal in, from the green room because we've watched it so many times. Yeah. Oh, well, that's, that's nice yeah. of you to say. Um, Caroline's awesome. She plays, how many of these things do you, now I'm going to just ask you this. What instruments do you play, Caroline? I play guitar, piano, banjo, dobro, and harmonica. When you play the harmonica, do you, because I can cheat at the harmonica. Yeah. If we're playing a song in A, I'll just get an A harmonica and go, <laughs> and it matches. And Bob then every, Dylan made a career doing that. And then yeah. everybody's like, wow, I play harmonica. <laughs> What's the difference in how you play harmonica and me? Um, just a slight, I might be slightly better than you oh. at it. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, honestly, I love playing different instruments. I love production. And when I was young, I just did solo acoustic shows. So I picked up different instruments to try to make my show more interesting. I was playing at uh, high schools and colleges at the time. So it's a pretty humbling experience trying to get their attention. So that's what made me pick up the banjo and different tunings and different instruments. And I just love... I remember listening to records when I was a teenager and just thinking, how do they make it sound like that? Like, how do the layers fit together? What is a guitar player playing? And I was just fascinated by the intricacies of production. And that's really the kind of the mission behind playing different instruments. I'm not a prodigy on any of them, but I love it. And it's a lifelong craft and just love playing. This is a compliment and a question and don't take it otherwise. Were you a nerd as a kid? Uh... No, because if you were cool, I'm gonna be so jealous. No, if you were no, cool I and doing that, wasn't cool. No, I wasn't a nerd, but I was super introspective. Like I was a very mature. I was kind of a loner, I would say. But I don't know if I'd say call myself a nerd because I hated school. Really? Did you make yeah. good grades? Yeah, I did. But I was just kind of a perfectionist and driven. But I really never enjoyed it. I always wanted to do something creative. Like I made good grades because I wanted to get out of there. Me too. It wasn't yeah. that I loved learning. Yeah. Uh, and also, I'm just kind of OCD. I couldn't. Like my husband is like, whatever, I wouldn't do the paper. I wouldn't study. Like that would give me so much anxiety. I just felt like I, <laughs> you know. Tell Amy about your husband, how you met him, what that whole situation is. Hi, Amy. Hi. <laughs> uh, my husband is a professional sailor. So he races sailboats around the world. And it's a really niche sport that I knew nothing about uh, before meeting him. And he sailed around the world on this race called the Volvo Ocean Race four times. He's done an America's Cup, which is kind of like the Super Bowl of sailing. And so all that to say, not to uh, get his head too big, but more just to say that he has the coolest life experiences. Like he has the coolest stories. He's lived all over the world, every continent except a Antarctica. And, um, and so he's seen all these cultures and he's seen all the seven seas four times over and he just has the most amazing stories. Okay. This is so crazy. Cause I just finished this movie with my son on Netflix yeah. about the Australian girl that is the first female yes, that at, she sailed around to, by herself yes, right? at 16 years old. Yes. Which is wild to me. I'm like, her parents let her go. So that's the one they got ate by sharks, Dan? No, no. That's open water? She did it, but like nobody believed her in the beginning. Yeah. And they, they were like, how, to her parents, how could you let her go do this? And then when she, by the, like, two, it took 210 days. And when she came yeah. back to the port in Australia, there was 
thousands and thousands and thousands of people there cheering her on and waiting for her. And it, I got uh, goosebumps. Me too, I get goosebumps. I, she went all the way around the world? All by herself. So all you flat earthers that call this show, watch this movie. Yeah, Boom. yeah, yeah. Uh, and her, her boat was named Pink. <laughs> and anyway, it was really cute. I know nothing about I've sailing. I haven't seen that movie yet, but that's super dangerous. Did they actually let her? Or I think she escaped, right? Or that was not included in the film because I think they want to encourage children to, uh, <laughs> to follow their, their dreams, dreams. break the rules. <laughs> follow yeah. your dreams, right. kids. But uh, yeah, no, it was pretty wild. So I know nothing yeah. about sailing other than I just watched that movie uh, and it seems cool. cool. I still got to see that. So he was in another country. Was it like pandemic time? And- yeah, so we actually met during the pandemic here in America. But then six weeks after we met, he had to move to New Zealand for a year uh, to train in the America's Cup. And all my tours were canceled. I was supposed to be touring with Lucas Nelson. It all got canceled. Um, And I was just sitting at home, freshly in love. And so I ended up moving with him and we spent the pandemic in New Zealand, which I kind of, I I hesitate to tell people about because I kind of they're like you won the pandemic you know it's kind of not fair because there was no COVID in New Zealand and it was like having a gap year when you're 30 you know so what where did you live did you live like in an Airbnb or um, yeah we actually did we lived in an did Airbnb you move them for, did you move around from Airbnb to Airbnb um, once they lost the cup America got eliminated first spoiler yeah. I was waiting to watch the docu series on Netflix uh, yeah, yeah exactly dang it once they lost we got to travel a lot which was kind of the silver lining because we didn't have to go home yet. Um, but initially we were just in Auckland. Man, that'd have been cool, huh? I yeah. just would be freaking out that I wasn't working. Uh, I Did still you play worked. any shows? Did um, you play I music played at all? some shows there. Actually, I met a bluegrass band over there, which is so funny because I had to sit in a hotel room for two weeks during quarantine in New Zealand because that's how they did it to make sure you didn't have COVID. And. I just Googled bluegrass band in New Zealand, not knowing that bluegrass and country is not popular in New Zealand at all. Bluegrass is basically non-existent. So I didn't know at the time I found the one bluegrass band that is in New Zealand. (laughs) And it's this awesome family band of Kiwis. And they're still my really good friends to this day. But I gigged around with them and we did some shows together, the Trenwis. But I, I wrote and recorded a lot of my second record over there remotely. So that's crazy. I never stopped. Uh, so yes, yeah, so you were working. Well, she also yeah. just went to New Zealand with a dude she just met. So like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just you sound a like lot. my dad. You yeah, sound like my dad. And, and it worked out. Like that's like that that other Netflix documentary of those people that got stuck in the other country because of COVID. Oh, they on their like their second day, best third date ever. Third date, longest and then third date ever. Yeah, they yeah, ended yeah. Up getting married. No, I was pretty sure. I mean, I w- I never really dated a lot prior to my husband. Like I was super career focused, but. I don't know. It's very different. I don't know if you guys have this experience, but it's very different when you, when you meet your person. I think um, the answer is yes for me. Sure. I will say yeah. that. So because if I don't answer and just jump in, <laughs> yeah. who knows? I might get murdered later. <laughs> but yeah, the answer is yes for me. That did happen. Yes, yes, Caroline. Does she listen to the show no, and judge never. you? No. Okay. The only time she ever sees or hears anything about it ever is if it pops up on her Instagram a clip of something that we post. Yeah. But no, she does not listen. She avoids it because. We're well, in here arguing yeah. about stupid stuff and we'll hyperbolize stuff. Mm-hmm. And she's like, that's not my version of its story. And I'm right. like, well, you can come on. She's like, I'm not coming on. So it just, you know, it keeps us from arguing about stuff. <laughs> you said murder a second ago. That's, uh, it's, oh, and I overheard and her say the me. other day. Because yeah. um, she was explaining to someone why she doesn't listen. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, because I'd murder him. Yeah, she killed me. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, she killed me. Yeah, she killed me. She killed yeah. me. That's pretty much it. Okay, so Caroline didn't just come to hang out with us, although that would be fun. Caroline came in because the new EP is out called Superpower. It's five tracks. 
And what's the difference? What what are these five tracks about as compared to your last record that I can't even pronounce still? <laughs> okay, we'll just leave that. Okay, all right. Um, this new record, so this EP is the first half of my next album, which the full thing will be out this fall. I'm trying to release as much music as incrementally as possible in this modern market, um, which is something I've been wanting to do for a really long time because that's how I consume. Um, so this is kind of the first taste. We've already put out three of the songs and now all of them are out. And um, this next record, I think thematically is really about like resilience and grit, which is something that I feel like I've been developing over the last couple of years, especially. And so just been writing a lot about that. Um, that's what the title track Superpower is about. It's about kind of the triumphs and heartbreaks of chasing this dream. And as you get older and mature and as you spend a few years in this industry, there's a lot of jaded people, there's a lot of rejection, there's a lot of disappointment and heartbreak, and you constantly have to self-assess, um, keep your eyes open and be honest with yourself and recommit yourself to your dream and your integrity and why are you doing this? And um, and so that's what that song is about. It's like a really raw, honest song. Um, but all the songs kind of play on those themes. That's it. I'm sailing around the world. <laughs> that right there. Yeah. I'm now going to get in a boat and do it. <laughs> uh, so uh, let's see. I was looking at the tracks. Can you play Lawless for us? Yes. Okay. So this is Caroline Jones. This is her song Lawless. This whole, the all five of these tracks came out on Friday, and here she is live in studio. Nice job. Holy crap. Yeah. Hey. That was great. Amy, what did you see there? Oh, um, the whatever's on your finger with the guitar and the sliding back and forth. Yeah, and we actually that. had an outro for the slide, but my slide dropped. It fell, so it we had to, yeah, yeah. So, so, but I was very impressed with, um, yeah, that part. I can't, I don't know what it's called, but okay, you were that, moving that's exactly up and. Yeah, it's yeah, called a slide. Yeah, the slide. Well, she, Caroline brought a player with her. By the way, what's your name? Riley. Riley. I already knew it. I asked him. I just wanted him to say it himself. Yeah. Riley's <laughs> playing with her and singing, you know, background vocals. Yeah. But Caroline played the lead on that. She played the solo. That was her. And rarely does someone, and Riley, I'm sure you're a great player and all. He's amazing. Rarely does someone come in and bring a player yeah. that and play the, the solo as well, which is really freaking cool. Oh, thanks. Yeah. We were actually just trying to figure this out last night because it's a very, very electric song. Mm -hmm. So we arranged that um, last night. But this was fun. This is a resonator guitar, actually. So it's kind of good for if you're going to do acoustic slide. It's very loud. Mm -hmm. Play, can you play a little bit of the solo? Yeah. You can do it slow so, if you um, want with the slide. Well, actually, let's just do the outro we were sure. going to do. Okay. This is <laughs> One, two, three, That's so cool. Yeah. You're playing, she's playing really so cool. far down the neck. Yeah. It's not like not even where the frets are. She's like playing the, the belly part of the guitar. <laughs> yeah. The belly, Dang. I love yeah. that. That's awesome, Caroline. Thank you. So, okay, look, she's got five songs that are out today. It's the first half of the, uh, it's an EP called Superpower, but the rest of it comes out this fall, mm -hmm. right? Correct. Yep. And you can see Caroline out on the road. And I definitely wanted to get to this a little later because I wanted this to be about you more than about you joining Zach Brown Band. Mm -hmm. But she was the first female member of Zach Brown Band, and you're playing with them. All fall too, right? Correct. Yeah, the we have a 
we have an all summer tour. I think I have like a hundred shows in the next six months because I play a bunch <laughs> of shows with them and then I play a bunch of my own shows and I love it. It's so much fun because I go from stadiums to, to, um, I guess bars and clubs that we're playing and headlining, which is so cool because I'd never gotten to headline till last year. So even to have people come to your own show, pay money to see you in Iowa and Illinois, it's like, it's so wild to me. How do you get that, paid by Zach? Does he show up a thing of cash at the end of a show or does he pay you through a check that comes through? Like just I just feel hundreds? like he's peeling off money to the band as they just walk hundreds? off stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, is that a, like, I don't know I don't if know, I should normal? disclose that. I, <laughs> I mean, do you get paid like a real job to just show up in your account? Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah, I get paid like a real job. I'm like a rubber <laughs> Can you band. Imagine? I know. Yeah, yeah, I want like a rubber band over like no, a, a Zach Brown CD of cash handed yeah. to me. But I don't take that for granted at all. I mean, it is so to have... Um, to have an actual career in music is such a rare thing. And so, um, no, it's really exciting to call it a real job. What I do you spent w- so long trying to do for that band? Like, what's your role? I ca- I'm kind of a utilities person, which is a term, a national term for um, any instrument that needs to be covered that's not being covered. So I mostly play acoustic guitar, but I also, I also play B3 in the band. What, what's, sometimes, what's B3? Uh, sorry, organ okay. um, or keys. And sometimes I play... Rhythm electric or banjo, kind of whatever they need. Isn't that crazy, yeah, it's awesome. And actually, I didn't play organ when Zach first called me. He was like, "Can you come and play utilities?" And um, he knew I played a bunch of acoustic instruments. And he's like, "You play B three, right?" And I was like, "No." And he's like, "You will by August, right?" And I was like, "Yep, <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir." Why is it called B three? Um, that's a good question. It's just the kind of organ. There are a Got bunch it. of different kinds of organs, like church organ and B3. I'm not sure exactly why it's called a B3 in particular. We can research that. Do you have to know all the songs in on all the instruments then, just in case? Like Pretty if somebody much, goes out and yeah. can't play the intro to Chicken Fried, can you play it? Well, nobody can play it like Zach. I mean, Does people he play don't that? realize. Yeah. Oh, he got it. Pe- people don't realize what an characteristic and skilled guitar player he is like when he picks up a nylon guitar in a room like this I mean you can't believe the sound that comes out it sounds exactly like a Zach Brown record like it's just it's so funny um but I could play it but not like Zach what is your favorite song to play with the band there's this uh, song called Sweet Annie that's my I just love the harmonies do you know that song you should listen to it it's so good but um the harmonies in that song um, are my favorite because I love singing harmony with them. You know, there's a bunch of amazing singers singing harmony. It's like eight dudes in you, right? Yeah. Yeah. You nine. Your, it's nine dudes in you. I think. Wait, sorry. I lost count. And they're like, dude, dude. Yeah. Dudes. They're big dudes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 I, Hardcore. Do you have like your, how do you, do you have like your own room, your own bus or something? I, mean, I do have my own bus. I'm really lucky that way. Um, I also think it just wouldn't have worked. They're all, you know, they have their dynamics so worked out. I don't know if I could have gone on their bus and, Made them feel comfortable. Well, you had to grow a beard. Uh, I think everybody has a beard just about. It's funny. I went out on one show. I played a joke on them and went out in a beard (laughs) after um, I was announced as an official member. That's funny. Caroline, you're really good. And I hope everybody checks out. It's called Superpower. It's five songs. Hey, Ray, give me a little bit of Superpower, which she was talking about earlier. So you wrote this one by yourself? Mm-hmm. When you s- write by yourself, where do you usually do that? Is it purposeful time you set aside to write or does something come and then you just kind of jump into it? Typically the latter. I write a lot. I hike a lot. I love being in nature. So I write a lot on my walks and 
just I play a lot at home. Like if I have a day off, I'll play for two or three hours. And a lot of times uh, something creative will will pop out or bubble up. What was the first famous guitar part you ever learned? Where you were like, I'm playing it. I cannot believe it. Probably actually one of the songs that we cover sometimes, uh, Never Going Back Again. Because I I really loved and gravitated towards finger picking early on when I learned the guitar. And what I is loved, never going back again? What um, it's that Fleetwood Mac song. Um, ding, ding, ding. We should. Well, it's in a different tuning, but you can kind of show. Um, it's it's a song off their uh, famous album Rumors, and I love that album. And so I'm probably gonna know it when he's yeah yeah. yeah. It, I, we right? can play a little bit for you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's, anyway, that's cool. it's really that's hard awesome. to play on this guitar right now because the action's so high for slide, but um, I love finger picking. So that, those were some of the first things I learned to play that I loved. He knows all the, like, big riff kind of songs. He's also playing a 12-string. Yeah. Yeah. Which seems impossible to tune. That's Big Mama. Yeah, especially on that song in particular. That's yeah. A tough one. <laughs> well, <laughs> you do it all, Caroline. Everyone check out Superpower. It's five songs. There's also a song, Superpower. Don't be confused. Listen to the whole project and see Caroline out on the road. Go to our socials at Caroline Jones for all the dates. Thank you for coming in. Thank always you always for love seeing me. you. You guys crushed it. And man, I, I feel like I should go to a show. Uh, yeah, yeah. They just kind of, kind of, she's doing solos. They just pulled out a Fleetwood Mac song, the whole <laughs> thing there. Okay, you guys go check out Caroline Jones. We'll be back in just a second. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. I want to say thanks for everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way to the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of cancer. And I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the parents can focus on uh, being a parent and helping their kid live. You know, I never had cancer, but I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time. And I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was. And then I remember getting out and having to figure out how to pay the bill. I didn't have to pay it, but you know, somebody did. But St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Hey, join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How do the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as The Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and TJ Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the boar's nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The boar's nest. 
Sue Brewer, and the birth of Outlaw Country Music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Have you ever snooped through someone's phone? Snooping means they don't know you're snooping through their phone. Like straight snoop. Don't care who it is. Have you done it, Eddie? Yeah, my wife's. You didn't have to say who? I'll be honest with you. I mean, you I know. appreciate that. I mean, it was the closest. It's always there, you know? But not, so. You were just looking. Like, yeah, I just looking through looking stuff. Looking for something. But no, not looking for. Looking through. <laughs> There's a difference. Yep, yep, yep. Like, my wife has my code because a lot of times I'm like, hey, I need this picture. I don't want to walk in the living room. You're in there. My phone's in there. Will you send me this picture? I don't give a crap. Mm-hmm. I don't have anything to hide. But that's it. That's looking through. And my wife's very, I mean, I trust her 100%, but when a text comes through and I, don't, I like, it just pops up and I don't know that number. I'm like, who is that? <laughs> I start looking look like, look what are they talking about? To huh. see if maybe she talks about you in a positive or a negative way to her friends. <laughs> she, she never talks about me. Oh, just at all? No, never. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing good. All right. All right. All right. Lunchbox, you ever snoop through someone's phone? No, never. No need to. No, I thought he looked at Abby's. No, it popped up the screen. I took a picture of it. Never went through it. That's true. Okay. He's answering okay. honestly. That's also shady, though, just in a different way. <laughs> right. it, and not because he took a picture of her text message you wanted to say, because then he sent it to me to go, hey, read this on the air. But that's showbiz baby around yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Amy, that's ever right. snooped? Yes. That's it? <laughs> yeah. that's okay, fair enough. <laughs> wow. Fair enough. Uh, 82% of us have snooped through someone's phone before. I have not snooped. Mostly, not because I'm better than it. You ever hear if you call out the devil, he just might come? My grandma used to say that. Mm. You call out the devil, he just might come. And so if you go looking, you might find something you don't like. Even something that's not them being dishonest with you. It could be them talking to a close friend about some situation that happened interpersonally. Like fight, and they just want to vent. But you said, wait, wait, she talks about me like this? Oh, yeah. So I don't snoop. I've never snooped mostly because I'm scared for me. And I take everything... I don't want to say personal because I don't take everything personal. But I take everything wrong. If there's a way I should take it, I don't take it that way ever. I take it the exact opposite way that I probably should. Yeah. So mine was circumstantial and and very codependent behavior. I wouldn't do it now. I wouldn't do it to how I've worked on my codependency. I wouldn't do it now. But there was a time where I was trying to just control too many things. Um, and I was sort of losing my mind, so I did. <laughs> sort of losing your mind? <laughs> but I Because she did that wacky head yeah, back in yeah. Portugal. Yeah. I was sort of losing know. my mind. Yeah. I can tell you some other crazy things I did. I'm not proud of it. <laughs> <laughs> Save that for about a year. You know, let's get, let's have further distance at yeah, least. Maybe yeah. one day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 82% of us has snooped through someone's phone. The two most likely victims are our significant other and exes. But 8% have looked through a friend's phone to snoop. Oh, never. That's dirty dog. That no. Don't go through a friend's phone. Never. And 3% have snooped on a coworker. Ooh. Mm. That's even dirty, dirtier dog. <laughs> well, we used to. If you left your computer open, not, I mean, we as a collect, like everyone, if someone Wait, whoa, had whoa, Twitter yeah. open, don't act like back in the day, like, oh, yeah, like yeah, 2010. No, that's not the same. I would, put, I would like, hack someone's Twitter. Yeah. I thought it was hilarious. I would get on and be like, Bob, he's huge. Those tight pants he has on today look good from both sides. So, but that's not snooping through someone's phone. 
Yeah. I bet you Scuba Steve has snooped the crap out of someone's phone. Scuba Steve, you snooped it? Uh, it would be my ex-wife. We talked about it before when she was cheating on me and all these messages were popping up. And that's when I was like, oh, I'm going deep and I'm digging and I'm looking for things. <laughs> Did you find other things, though, that because, yes, yeah, she ended up cheating. He found pictures. He let her dad know before he let her. It's a whole situation. It's amazing. It's an amazing story. Did you find anything else, though, that you weren't expecting that maybe wasn't cheating, but other little secrets? Money spent on, like, a trip to Hawaii. That, oh. And I lined what? it up at the time when she was doing a work trip to somewhere else, like, in the mainland. And then I found out she was going to Hawaii. I'm like, you're going to Hawaii? I was like, oh, my goodness. My <laughs> favorite sort of, yeah. Scuba Steve story, <laughs> and he has a lot of them, is that he caught his ex-wife cheating on him and then said nothing to her for days because he sent an email to her dad. Her dad's old, didn't check email very often, so we just waited. How many days from when you found out and sent that email till you finally confronted her? I mean, it was probably, she confronted me about three weeks later. Three weeks. And they were like, there were half naked photos, too, that I sent to her father. What? <laughs> you knew that. What? He knew it for three weeks. There is no way I could have kept that in. Oh, that's crazy. Oh, gosh. That, did you document that, like, live as it was happening? Or not live, because but right after that, publicly at all? Uh, I never on social, but we talked about it when I was going through my divorce on a radio show I was working at in San Francisco. Uh, wow. Are you traumatized by that at all? Where even though your wife now would not do that, do you accidentally subconsciously hold that against her? That was a big problem in the beginning because I was damaged by it. And you mentioned about don't go looking for the devil because you'll find it. Mm -hmm. And so there were scenarios where I thought she was cheating on me, but it was just in my head because of a previous relationship. So I would want to go through her phone and I would resist as much as I possibly could to not do it. And so I haven't to this day. But there have been times where I'm like, I should check on her to see if she's messing with me too. Hey, oh wow. Yeah, wow, maybe, wow. Hey, maybe you should. You never know. Maybe you should. So the top people we snoop on are exes, kids. I was about oh, to say, does yeah, it count yeah, yeah. if you go through count. your kid's phone? I think once the kid turns 16, it's officially oh. snooping. Oh, Thank I, goodness. I can still look. I'm still in the clear. <laughs> also, because I don't make the official rules. Right. But I think 16 is when you kind of have to give them a... An adult pass. Now, they, that pass can be revoked. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's revoked already. <laughs> My daughter's 16, Are you talking to experience? 16 in one week. Well, yeah, because, I mean, they're just not... Sometimes they just... You want to think they're going to make the best decisions, and then you think about how you can tell them all the right things, but at the end of the day, a 16-year-old's brain is not fully developed. So sometimes they're just not going to make, like, the best decisions, and I just want to come alongside and help her. I don't want to get her to get in trouble for anything, but she has not proved to me yet that she can make smart decisions because like just a week ago, she didn't. <laughs> in any capacity? Oh, in some capacities right. she can. Yeah. But kids and phones. And then I think too, developmentally, you have to look, okay, chronologically, she's 16, but you know, developmentally and emotionally and stuff, she's not. Because she's she grew up in an orphanage. Yeah, I think she's just a little bit behind some 16-year-olds, which, thank goodness. Hey, Eddie, too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> same, a little bit behind in yeah, some ways. Same, same with me. Not orphanage. Yeah. Just, uh, that's showbiz. Yeah. South Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Here's Amy's pile of stories. I have five things you definitely don't need to leave a tip on or five people you don't need to give tips this to. This is a mean story. Hmm. Somebody's making less money today because Amy <laughs> brought this to the show. Go ahead. Well, no, some of them get offended. Okay. Okay, maybe. Oh, uh, really? I mean, I don't know. Give me a dollar. I'll take it. I don't care what I'm doing. Yeah, All right, exactly. go ahead. Okay, we don't need to tip the service technicians like plumbers and electricians. Get out of your mind. 
Oh, they would okay. love that. I, love I do. It. Yeah, I know oh. I do because I want them to okay, do it. Okay, okay. You do? Yeah. A plumber? Heck yeah. All right. I do because if anything breaks, they're m- more likely to come back quicker because it's so uh. hard to it's so hard to get things scheduled. Okay. But if you grease the palm a little bit. <laughs> well, that's different than tipping. You're no, freezing. it's in the form of a tip. Okay. Thank it you. says here they usually make a good wage and aren't expecting a tip. I, t- I would tip them. I do tip them. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, flight attendants. It's considered. That would be so weird if I. I tried that once and they said yeah. I can't take it. That would be so weird. Yes. I'm trying to slide them cash walking out of the plane. <laughs> That's one I can't see myself doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah like they say to, to. Hey, the peanuts were great. Thanks. <laughs> like something close to that. Like you wouldn't tip a firefighter or a paramedic, would you? That would be funny. Maybe. Oh, the flight attendant. Not with like, like a 20, but with like a car or something. I don't know. It depends <laughs> on how, what, if they say my life or not. After putting out a fire, here you go. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the flight attendant's like, hey, I'm just doing my job. And a lot of airlines, like Eddie said, he got rejected for it because the policy says they can't accept it. Don't tip if you're traveling in certain countries. It's not expected in Australia, New Zealand, and parts of Europe. And in East Asia, it's an insult. Okay, well, in East Asia, I'm not going to tip. I'm making a note to myself. <laughs> Remember that. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Don't tip at restaurants when gratuity is already included. I always do. Really? Yeah, Why? I do too. Guys, listen, I've told you this. <sighs> Now, I feel like I owe it back to me of older year when I was waiting tables. So I will tip 70 to 100%. I'm lucky enough to get to do that now. And with that, they don't put that, thank God, in the gratuity added already. <laughs> so I will add to it. Right. For, yes. People should not feel pressure too because the 20% has been dollar. added. I should put a dollar too though. My favorite is when they say the gratuity is added. I'm like, thank you. I don't have to do the calculations. Or they rip you off. I just can't. It feels weird leaving that one blank. So, yes. I do it for old school me. Mm -hmm. I do it for me as a kid. That's very selfish. It's a very selfish way to give back. (laughs) But I hope in some sort of time machine, I'm I'm tipped well. Go ahead. And then lastly, highly trained professionals like nurses, lawyers, accountants. If you want them to know you appreciate them, send them a card or give them a positive review online. Hmm. Okay, I get that. I mean, I, I ain't send them a card. Why? I've given nurses cards. I guess I would send them a gift card. Okay, there you go. That's good. That's good. But I only got slide a nurse a 10. <laughs> hey, hey, you hit a heck of a vein there. Nice Have work. A 10, yeah. All right, what else you got? All right, Google is going to help us figure out if something online is AI or not. Because it's really hard to but tell. Is it Google AI? Why would they tell them their friends? Ooh, <laughs> good point. <laughs> That's that would be like, point. tell me if Eddie's slacking off. And I'm like, but, but you're right. a friend. Okay, you can hire me to do that, but I'm probably not going to be honest. Well, the decision, which has been in the works for a while now, was pushed forward because of some recent viral faked images of Donald Trump and Pope Francis. And so they're like, look, we got to let people know if something is 100% real, if it's partly created by AI, or it's an outright deep fake. There's a story about Apple now, and with the new phone or new operating system, you can talk to your friends or whomever on the phone 15 minutes. Then it can replicate your voice in 15 minutes, and you've trained it how to be your voice. I don't yeah. like that. I, I, World's like, ending soon. The fact crazy, that it dude. only takes 15 minutes. Yeah. Which means it really takes about 30 seconds, let's be honest. Gosh. Yeah, crazy. What else? <laughs> Willie Nelson's 90th birthday concert is coming to theaters. It's called Long Story Short. Willie Nelson, 90, and it's his two-day 90th birthday celebration. Took place at Hollywood Bowl last month. It's going to be in theaters June 11th. Keith Richards, George Strait, Chris Stapleton, Miranda Lambert, Dave Matthews, Neil Young, Snoop Dogg, and more are all a part of it. It is not. Oh. (laughs) Sounds like one? It does, yeah. Yeah. Sounds like a commercial. Like we're selling them. Yeah. No, I just... Because sometimes we'll add like a TV show plug or something in there that are like, hey, put this in. Yeah. This isn't that. 
No, but tickets are on sale now <laughs> at Willie, <laughs> WillieNelson's90experience.com. No, I just thought people might want to know. That is cool. I so is it that. a one-day thing I can, or I it, have to go that day? like an app. Oh, that's a good question. It says June 11th, and then there may be some special encore presentations on the 13th and 14th. Probably depends on how it does. It's on the 11th. Okay. So June 11th, that's Not a commercial. It's not a commercial, I swear. Scoob, is that a commercial? What do you think I'm getting tipped to say this? No, it's not a commercial, no. Okay, all right, cool. It's legit. All right. Okay, it was either, I normally try to throw in a country story-ish, and so it was either that one or... Oh, what was the other one? I like to hear the thought process. (laughs) Or what? Wealthy celebrities who are frugal because they grew up poor. Go ahead. Okay, and Shania Twain was number one. Wealthy on celebrities list. who are frugal because they grew up poor. Oh, yeah, didn't know that. She I like this story way better. Yeah, yeah. Go uh, ahead. Okay. Well, there. It was Shania was the only country person. I know, but who five. else was on it? Uh, Cardi B, Toby Maguire. Cardi B's frugal. Jessica Alba. Oh, she says that you might see her with the jewelry on. Yeah, I do see her with the jewelry on. But she's always looking at her bank account. <laughs> Yeah, that's but not if you're just looking at it, it's frugal. Okay, go ahead. Okay, okay. Toby should Maguire, you said? Toby Keith? <laughs> no, definitely not. Shania Twain said that she'd sometimes go to school hungry, so now she tells herself, be frugal, save for a rainy day. Toby Maguire said he was born to really young parents, so he's just very conservative with money because they didn't have a lot of it. Jessica Alba said she grew up in survival mode because her parents didn't have a safety net, so she teaches her children about saving and sustainability. And then Cameron Diaz said her parents were not well off and they would collect recycling for extra money. So now she's careful not to throw things away. She will splurge. That's the story. Cameron has a hoarder. (laughs) She will splurge, but it's mostly on experiences like memories and not things. All right. Well, uh, I don't know about this story. I looked at Shania Twain. She has like three houses. She has a $13 million house in the Bahamas. But I think it's probably based on what you have. If you have $100 and only spending 10 of it total, that's pretty frugal. If you have a hundred dollars and you're only spending ten of it, and you keep ninety in the bank, that's pretty for that's saving. Um, I was thinking she's living in a townhouse. That's so what I'm, thinking, I'm thinking like a, like a, thank it's you. All relative. It's all relative. Uh, all right, okay. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Oh. It's time for the good news with Bobby. Tell me something good. A four-year-old received a new teddy bear with her late mom's heartbeat, thanks to Build a Bear, Goodwill in a radio station. The girl's original bear was donated to a Goodwill store in Tennessee last month. Her father could not find it. Find it did not. The purpose wasn't to be donated because again, it had her late mom's heartbeat in the bear. Wow. And so they put a sign in the store. If anybody was here and bought the bear, a radio station started talking about it on social media. Build-A-Bear's public relations director saw the story that was going viral. They were super sad about it. So they were able to locate a matching rainbow sparkle bear and they added the original recording provided by the girl's grandmother, which is how they got the heartbeat mm. in the original bear in the first place. The new bear was then shipped over, and the father's like, look, all these people did not have to do this. It means a lot to us, but for Goodwill to go through with that, the radio station to go through with that, and also the Build-A-Bear people to make this bear, get the recording, make another one, like that's super important. I don't think this four-year-old even knows how important it is right now. But when she's like 10, 11, 12 years old, mm-hmm. it's really going to be so important. Special. I don't even know what the radio station is, but I'd say who it is, even if we're up against them. Like, I don't give crap about that kind of stuff. Yeah. But it just says a local radio station. So whoever you are, local radio station, we have once been that local radio station that people would la- not mention us. <laughs> We'd like to apologize. We don't know who you are, or we would say who you are. So that's what's up. Love that everybody worked together on that. 
That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. On the phone right now, it is Judy who lives in Oklahoma. Hey, Judy, what's going on? About a year ago, I remember you saying that you had a picture stolen off the wall and that you didn't know who stole it. And, you know, the more I think about it, I'm thinking that Lunchbox really did steal it because, you know, he talks all the time about stuff that he's stolen in the past and he doesn't have any remorse for it. And then just recently he stole from Walmart and he doesn't have any remorse for that either. That's true. He and did. he didn't go back and pay for it. He did chocolate so pants. So you think that, that Lunchbox is the one who probably stole it? Well, so it was a signed Laney Wilson picture poster. Because I've known Lainey for a long time, and I've had her on the show, and but way before she got famous, and she so she wrote me a really nice note, and was like, "Hey, this is crazy, can't believe it." And then someone stole it from my office. Now I don't think it was lunchbox. Why not? I mean, it's easy. I didn't even know who Lainey Wilson was. Then I you didn't know, really? No. Yeah. Okay. Now would you? Now I kind of know who she is because she's been in here a couple times, and but I mean, back then I, you were like, "Oh, I'm making a big deal about this Laney Wilson person." I didn't even know who that was. Yeah, I don't think he stole that. He did steal pants from Walmart <laughs> on accident. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I had them on my shoulder and went through the self checkout and totally forgot they were on my shoulder. And nobody saw you with pants on your. Sh- that just seems like a move somebody would do that knew yeah. how to steal. Mm-hmm. Like it was literally just three little kids' pants, and they were just on my shoulder. And you go to the self checkout and you get your things and. You're not paying attention. You got the kids with you and stuff stuff going on. And they were just, they didn't fall. They fell off when we started getting in the car. I was like, oh, man. They're three bucks a piece. So and you didn't walk in? No, I was in a hurry. Yeah. Scuba, who do we think stole the poster? Do we know? I don't say a person's name, but do you think you know who it is? Um, I don't have a, a, a name, but I have an idea. Oh. I think it may be people who, people who don't work here anymore. And we, they were going through my office taking stuff? Well, we, we, we had a crew that used to work here that doesn't work here anymore. And so I wonder if there were issues... With them in other places in the building. Oh, so somebody was fired for something you don't know, but you think that could have been it. Yes, exactly. A lot of guessing there, but I'll <laughs> Oh, could it be the one that stole Ray's str- uh, what, toaster strudels? Oh. Out of the fridge? Yeah. That was a controversy in itself. Ray, who stole your strudel? Uh, it was a guy from the rock station. Probably stole my Lanny Wilson picture, too. <laughs> uh, Judy, thank you for thinking about that. I haven't thought about that in a long time, but I don't think Lunchbox stole my poster. But I hope you have a great day. Okay, you too. Have uh, a great day. All right, see you later. All right, time now for the morning corny. The morning corny. Why did the orange stop halfway across the road? Why the orange stop halfway across the road? It ran out of juice. <laughs> <laughs> that was the morning corny. The most recognizable country songs, round two. Ready, guys? Yeah. Yep. So I'm only going to give you. Three seconds from the very beginning of a very recognizable song. All you have to do is name it. Ready? It, all, you, all you need is the title of the song. Now, if you guess the artist, but you guess wrong, you miss the whole thing. You still don't do that. Now, you can do it to brag. Yeah, I'm going to brag a lot. <laughs> show off. But if you miss it, you don't get, even get the title right. Okay. Okay, here we go. Let's start. There's 10 of them. Let's go. There's three seconds of that. We'll give it to you one more time. I'm in. in. I can sing it. Hold on. Give me a little bit, Lunch. Go. I showed up in boots. You're the last one. You saw the surprise, the look in your eyes. Three the seconds. last one I thought you'd see there. Two seconds. Uh, he goes out with this second. song. No, I'm just, it's a, no nobody's out. We're just going to play it's, step one again. Uh, Time. Oh, I got it. What do you have? I got Garth Brooks, Friends in Low Places. Yes. Awesome. 
No, but do I? I don't even have it written like, down. Like oh, if you don't have it written down, down then uh, he just oh, called himself count? out. No, Mike, he doesn't have it written down. No, I went first. What? I'm going said, first. Write it down. But it doesn't matter. I'm sitting there writing. Mike, it. you're the judge. It's I'm always... writing it as he said time, and he Mike, asked me for my what's answer. What's your judgment? Let's write it down. No point for oh, one. Okay, no. I'll tell you what. For now on, no point if you don't write it down. But it, it Mike's right. The rule is you have to write it down. We're gonna give him that one because I don't want to hear him cry the whole whole game. He's gonna lose anyway. <laughs> All right, Eddie. That was rude. <laughs> I have friends in low places, bro. Friends in low places. Good, good. Sissy didn't say go to Brooks. Right. You didn't oh. even get the point. Yeah, really? I, I, I was doubting it. Dude. Really? Okay. Yellow flag. Here we go. Next up. And then. There's your three seconds. I don't need any more time. Blame it all on my roots. <laughs> I'm in. All right. Lunchbox. Jolene. Eddie. Jolene. Dolly hey. Parton. Amy. Jolene. 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 Ooh, that's Dolly. I would have said Reba McIntyre. And that's so why you didn't I, say that's it. That's why I didn't do it. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> Next up. Oh, man. Can you name by just that? Most recognizable songs ever. Ah. Uh. Who's making noises with their mouth? It's me. I'm trying, to, I'm try, I'm trying to sing. I don't know the title. All right, timer's up. <laughs> uh, got it. Time. I don't know what name of it. Lunchbox. Shania Twain. <laughs> now the question is which one? But you don't have it. Yeah. So I got man. I feel like a woman. Oh, see. Correct. Yes. Oh. oh! Eddie? Yes. Man, I feel like a woman. Amy? Man, I feel like a woman. But the question is, which one? What an idiot. No, possum, she, he's a possum playing yes. over there. He knows I'm possum all because the time. Because she, she has that one that don't impress me. Well, yeah, but she does have, have that, that one, too. I didn't, know, so, I didn't know which point. one it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, next up. And then. I'm in. Waiting for Lunchbox his pen to stop moving. I'm in for the win. What do you got? Ring of Fire. Eddie? Walk the line. Amy? Oh, Ring of Fire. Wow. <laughs> it is, it's it's not Ring of Fire. Yeah. Walk the line. I keep a card. Same guy? Yes, same guy. Same guy. They did Ring of Fire. Yeah. So they sound a lot alike. Oh my God. You know... Kind of. Yeah, kind of. The first three seconds. No. Dun, 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 dun. I know. But also like the, the hiss in the recording. Yeah. Oh, okay, because old. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm giving them something here. I don't want to hear them arguing. They're throwing it off. Okay, next up. I'm in. Blame it all on my roots. <laughs> no, nah, that ain't blame my roots. <laughs> You good? Yeah, I'm good. What you got? That's Alan Jackson. Chattahoochee. Eddie? Chattahoochee. Amy? Chattahoochee. Eddie's up one, by the way. Yeah, it's going to be a comeback story. We got Is five, it? We got five more. Here we go. Dude. Next one, go. Oh, I know that one. I'm in. I'm in. Hold on. <laughs> Writing it down? Yeah. Good. You're writing your thoughts about the song as well? Like, <laughs> it takes me a little bit. Yeah. It's three words. Go ahead. Boot, scoot, and boogie. Eddie? Boot, scoot, and boogie. Amy? Boot, scoot, and boogie. Okay. Four left. Eddie still got a one-point lead. Come on. Go ahead. Mm, hold on. Oh, come on. That's Game's over. Why? What's up? I got it. And you think they don't? So sure. two point. 100%. That separation's too much? That's too much. They can't catch up. 
I'm in. Hey. I'm in for the win. This is crazy. Timer's up. Do we get it one more time? You do not. Oh, dang. Time. Amy. Um, she didn't write it down. So I don't have it written down, okay. so it doesn't matter. Ah, Thanks for being You're, honest, Amy. Why are you enforcing the rule that you cheated on earlier? <laughs> You should be the one fighting for it if she goes first. But, but can instead, we sing it out? No, instead he's like enforcing the rule that he cheated on. <laughs> Go ahead, Lunchbox. I like the way you said cheated. You little gave a little hint there because that's before he cheats. Carry uh, on I didn't give a hint because it was already over. That's it. Eddie? Oh, yeah. two black Cadillacs. Oh! 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 There's been a change in momentum. This might be a Disney movie. Wow, wow, wow. Momentum. If Lunchbox wins. Oh, oh no. She's keen the Cadillac. If Lunchbox wins this, this could be a Disney Plus movie. Oh One of the greatest God. comebacks yes. of all time. A Disney Plus movie. Yes. There that were, just took a turn. What on Eddie, earth? she doesn't key the car in two black Cadillacs. Yeah, she keys the two no, black Cadillacs. No, no. You're getting two songs mixed she up. She takes the bat to the Cadillac. No, she... Nope. One headlight. Yeah, yeah no, that's Wallflowers. All right, here we go. <laughs> Three left. Huh. Why are you clapping? You have this to write it down, funny. Amy. I'm in. I'm not. Am I still playing? Yeah, yeah you're, you're not still Alex. playing. Oh, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Come on. Okay. You're only down one. There's three to go. All right. You want to hear it again? I'm in. I'm in trouble, I think. No, but I got one I'm written down. You got this. I got it. I got it. You got it, Amy? Yeah. What you got? I can wheel. Wheel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was that first syllable? Three, one. Wait. Wagon wheel. Wagon wheel. Lunchbox. Wagon wheel. Eddie. Wagon wheel. I wagon wheel. Feeling that heat. You feeling that heat? I. You choke, dude. If you lose, I'm not gonna lose. Oh my god. What's the score? What are we at? It's uh, seven seven. Amy six. So she's still in it. Whoa. If we get to ten, we'll have to go sudden death. Okay. <gasps> so this is nine, and if it's a tie, we'll go sudden oh, death. Oh, gotta get this one. one. Come on. Come on. Stay focused. Okay. Here we go. Action. I'm in. Wait. Oh. What are we on. waiting on? Hold I'm on. in. I'm in. We get to play it again, too. Golly, you know. Oh, boy. I don't, I don't want to get Johnny right. Cash here. I think. I think I'm right, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. Man, I feel good. Why are you talking like that? Because I'm talking like a big rig. What? what? A big a rig? Big rig. Is that a okay. hit? A truck? Yeah, that's a hit. <laughs> okay, well then you did not get it right. Oh, no. <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh, no. Did Lunchbox, you think what'd it's... you get? Pop up, mama. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no chance. He doesn't no chance. get it. Amy. Fancy. Eddie. Fancy. Oh, no. I was wondering why the big rig didn't make sense. I was right. like, I don't get it. Something he just says words anyway, but that well, one he, that, I knew that I was one he committed to and said it again? <laughs> okay, last one. So it's not sudden death, so Eddie can't like I, miss it. Like I said, I, I was in trouble. I didn't know it. Here we go. I felt it. Dang it. I'm in. What do you mean? What, what's going on? Need you now. Lunchbox? I need Eddie to miss it now. Need you now. And Eddie, for the win, if you have need you now, you are the champion. Let me just read what I wrote. Okay, go ahead. Need you now. Correct. (laughs) (laughs) No Cinderella story today. Nice nice win, Eddie. Sorry, Disney Plus. There he is. He's the guy. He's the guy. Everybody sing along here. One more. I'm here with Dow Dow. 
Hey, it's Bobby Bones. I want to say thanks for everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way to the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of cancer. And I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the parents can focus on being a parent and helping their kid live. You know, I never had cancer, but I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time. And I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was. And then I remember getting out and having to figure out how to pay the bill. I didn't have to pay them. You know, somebody did, but St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Hey, join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How do the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as The Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and TJ Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the boar's nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The boar's nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. I want you to describe yourself, Amy, to any new listeners, but do it with three music artists. Describe yourself in three artists. Go. Okay. George Strait. Because? Because he's my favorite, and he's from Texas, and I'm from Texas. I like okay. it. That's a Texas. Texas. Well, play me some George Strait. Here we go. All right, what else? Uh, Brett Eldridge. Good day. Why? I like the message of this song of finding the good in things. Like, it's not always going to be perfect, but you can look and find the good in it eventually. Yeah. And that is what I try to hmm. do. He's also a big mental health guy. Yes. And as am I. Yeah. We're, not a guy, but yeah. <laughs> both therapy, yes. And then finally? Uh, Merle Haggard, because of his song, Mama Tribe. I turned this is his song? 
Huh? Just because of a song? Well... Why are you playing fake guitar so weirdly right now? I, <laughs> I am a mom, uh-huh. and I often wonder kind of how I'm setting my kids up for life, and like I just feel as though, you know, if they're in therapy later or jail or whatever, I'll be like, well, I tried. Okay. <laughs> Therapy like, or jail. jail. There's no <laughs> in, in the middle. Yeah, it's just like a... right. Like I am. So you know, I am from Texas. I, I love George Strait. I like therapy, and I'm a mom that's trying. All right, three artists. If I were to describe myself, the first artist songwriter that ever like spoke for me. Not just words I like, but like lyrics. Where I was like, dang, I felt that was John Mayer. So I go John Mayer, and I didn't even care what songs, but like just a couple years older, but like. That was like my first artist that I related to. Uh, my favorite band growing up, and I just felt sad all the time, or emo. I won't say sad, but emo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Counting Crows. Dang. Or my wife does an impression of Adam Duritz. I, I listen to so much Counting Crows while I'm working still. Like, I love Counting Crows. And then, similar reason to you picking George Strait, my grandma raised me, and she was very proud of people from Arkansas that had made it, and we listened to a lot of Johnny Cash because he was from Arkansas, and she loved Johnny Cash. And so I would go, John Mayer, Counting Crows, and Johnny Cash. And then probably Ring of Fire, only because that's probably the song I think about when I was a kid. Yeah. That. <laughs> so that would be mine. Eddie, what about you? This is easy. Jimmy Buffett, dude, I'm a beach guy. That's my whole vibe. You know what I'm saying? Just sit back on the beach, fish with a beer in my hand. I think that's what you like to do. That's but my vibe. I think vibe. your vibe. Mm, I think your vibe now is dad. Well, that's my life, but yeah. not my vibe. I'm telling you, dude. In my mind, when you see me, I'm thinking What's of the Eddie's beach. vibe, Amy? Dad? Yeah. Okay, guys. <laughs> Helicopter. You're killing, you're killing, hey, you're killing my vibe. Okay, sorry, buddy. Sorry, buddy. All right, Jimmy Buffett's an artist. Yeah. Go, go ahead. Morgan Wallen, because I got a little party side in me, you know what I mean? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, sometimes, you do? sometimes I like to party a little bit. He's comparing himself to the number one guy in country right hey, now. sometimes I'm a He's bad like, boy, you know what I mean? And? And then lastly, Garth Brooks, because I do make sure I tell my wife and family that I love them, and that's very important to me. I love you, but you're not my vibe. (laughs) And that's your favorite artist of all time. I love Garth. Yeah, you used to buy the shirts. That's right, dude. I had a jacket, world tour jacket. That's cool, though. Thanks. That's cool. Lunchbox, three artists that describe you. Uh, Eminem. Go ahead. It's because everybody, you're, I'm the underdog. Everybody hates on me, doesn't think I'm good enough, and I stand up and I show people. Like, I represent and I battle all the haters and I put them all in their place. Amen, buddy. <laughs> That's right. Couldn't agree more. <laughs> Amen, buddy. What else? And, and Zach Brown Band. I got my toes in the water, toes in the sand. Hey. What about Zach Brown? Just chill. Not a worry in the world, man. They don't give a... They just... Rock out. They don't have any responsibilities, and that's right. me. I just hang no out. No responsibilities. They, yeah, they just tour chill. a lot. Yeah, they, they may tour, but I, I mean, I show up to work. But look, I just chill. <laughs> like in Zach Brown band, when you listen to their music, it's like, man, they just chill all the really time. Really, the most skilled musicians of any band, maybe in country music history. <laughs> Survive. Yeah. Okay, then, then, then you can call me super talented. Whatever you want to do, because I mean, they're super talented. I'm super talented. And the final <laughs> artist that describes you? Uh, it's YG, man. What? Who's that? If I even know who YG would be, if they walked in the room. But he has a song called Two Didn't Boot It, which is what you're hearing here. Yeah. And this is just, this is me growing up. Like, I mean, I thought this was going to be me for the rest of my life. And then something happened. Tootin' and bootin'? Yeah, tootin' and bootin'. That's what I, I mean, my all through my 20s, I mean, that's all I did. And so, you I mean, Tootin' and Boot It. Yeah. So you would, 
Well, um, spend time with the lovely lady and, and then, then, then tell the lovely lady, hey, you must excuse Kick yourself. Boot it. Because, I mean, like, I would take him home on a Saturday night and be like, hey, just so you know, I got a 9 a.m. soccer game. You got to go. <laughs> That's the boot? Okay. That's the boot. And That's sometimes boot. I'd even have a soccer game. I would just leave and I'd drive around okay. the block, let them get a cab, and then I'd go back in my house and go back to sleep. <laughs> Okay. Uh, you're the man, dude. You are the man. The man. Yeah, you want to hear that song? Get here and hit again, right? Yeah, we're good, Ray. All right, thank you. Hope you guys had a great weekend. Let's get to the news. Bobby's Big Stories. As of this month, the average annual pay for an American in the United States is $58,563 a year. That works out to be approximately $28.16 an hour. This is the equivalent of 1100 bucks a week. Even fast food places are offering 16 to 18 bucks an hour because they need workers to keep up with demand. All this from ZipRecruiter. Now, my sister, who manages the restaurant, constantly tells me how she can't keep people employed. It was really bad after the pandemic because people were just collecting checks. And why would they go work if they're going to get a check for the same amount of money doing nothing mm-hmm. and so yeah it's it's tough she would have to be like i'm having to manage and cook and i'm having to serve and i'm like a showbiz baby no i didn't i, didn't. <laughs> I, I was that. like how can i help i don't know i did send that article to a friend though that is trying to ask for a little bit more money um yeah and so i said she better her. than average i said though? hey Yes, and for what she's doing, it was like, I was like, look, people are working fast food or making more than you right now, so let's go. I ran into one of your old bosses yesterday. Apparently somebody that worked in Nashville that used to like be an assistant for or something. Okay. She's walking down the road. Oh, Mary Elizabeth? Yeah. Blonde? Yeah. Yeah. And I said, you see my dog? And she said, I used to be Amy's boss. I was like, I don't care. Have you seen my dog? (laughs) And that was about it. Yeah, no, she was she was the tile girl before, and then she left to start her own tile business, and I took over her tile job. In fact, one time when you called me to be like, hey, can you go to dinner and see if I wanted to like be your Do co-host, mm-hmm. I was walking around my tile warehouse mm-hmm. doing well, my thing. I didn't say I don't care. I was just like, oh, that's cool, but I'm looking for my dog. Yeah. Have you seen my dog? She's like, no, no, really, it was Amy's boss. And I was like, okay, I am now. No, what do you want? What do you want to do? <laughs> like, Fair notes. All right, so anyway, next up. There's a list of the best reality shows ever from TVLine.com. Let's go to our reality show expert, our connoisseur of reality. It's Lunchbox. Lunchbox, what's the best reality show of all time, in your opinion? The Real World. The Real World comes in at number five. Now, if you were to ask me, I would have said American Idol. Competition show, but still reality because it has been massive forever. That thing, there hasn't been a bigger pop culture phenomenon in reality television in my lifetime than the early five, six, seven seasons of American Idol. Oh, yeah. And then also was on it for four years. I, don't, I try not to let that be biased. They did have a winner last night, though, apparently. Oh. I didn't get to watch at all this season because mostly Succession was up against it. And we watched mm-hmm. Succession most of the time. But there was a winner. So congratulations to whoever that was. <laughs> no one knows. Uh, American Idol at four. RuPaul's Drag Race at three. The Amazing Race at two. Whoop. Well, both of you two just Ooh. made a little grunt, grunt yeah. or something. Good. Yeah. And the number one's going to be Survivor then. Survivor's at the top. Yeah. Oh, yeah that's it. Woo! Those are the top five. Let's we get a winner Wednesday night. Of? Survivor. One person survives. See, that would be the show. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah, one person they survives. Well, TikTok. Bye-bye. Montana Governor Greg Giaforte bans TikTok across the state and will fine Apple and Google if they offer the video sharing site in their app stores. Wow. Now, I probably pronounced this governor wrong. Greg Giaforte. 
Ooh. That's how I would say it if he's, I were a false He's French. French. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Montana on Wednesday became the first U.S. state to ban video sharing. Uh, they call it the video sharing app, TikTok. I think you just call it TikTok. We know what it is. The <laughs> governor crazy. says the move will protect private data from Chinese government. TikTok slammed the move as unlawful and a violation of free speech protections. That's from NPR.org. This will go to court. Many legal battles. As of right now, I think you can still watch the video sharing app, TikTok. <laughs> but this is going to happen in more and more places. This is crazy. My prediction is this will become a political thing because they can turn anything political, and they'll start. They'll start to be one side that's like no TikTok, and the other is going to be like, well, well now we have to. We have more. to be pro. Great. It's just going to be a whole situation. We need more of those. I know. Gosh. I know. Toothpicks. Well, I don't believe you should pick your any. They can make anything political if they think people uh, care about mm-hmm. it, and they will. There's an AI program that gauges your body clock to find your perfect time to eat and sleep. New state-of-the-art technology that uses a form of AI is able to estimate the body's internal clock to give you the best results. Researchers in the United Kingdom say this breakthrough could potentially pave the way for personalized sleeping and meal plans. Wow. Yeah, everybody's freaking out about AI, but I am too. Yeah, I just want to yeah. say that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, there are a lot of ways you can use it positively. I think in normal society, it's not really being used that much that we know about. It's being used with us in ways we don't know about, algorithms and Stuff that a lot of these social media sites are using, what they're learning about us, what they're learning. But eventually, we're going to be able to have AI just pick our shopping list and order it for us on a Tuesday. It's just going to show up based on what time of the year it is, what we like, what we don't like, what we've thrown away because the trash can is going to also have. It's just all going to be there. Oh, man, that part would be great. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it'll raise your kids for you and they'll all be Ooh. great. Yeah. I go more. <laughs> Amy just starts going, oh, yeah. Uh, that's from studyfinds.org. Mosquitoes hunt for the right body odors. Before biting humans, mine, my are, body odor. Are you a big Whatever mosquito-ish? I am. Yes, I get bit. Do you wear deodorant? The, yes, okay. it's not that kind of. Oh, it's not that beautiful. odor. It's no body just... odor may serve as a magnet for mosquitoes. A new study suggests that this is why some individuals seek and seem to attract these uh, insects more than others. It just says that there's a specific body odor, but it doesn't say it's like butt. No, it's not. Smelling. No, it doesn't. Yeah. No, uh, it's it's a it's not. It's your scent. It's your it's body. It's forty scent. chemicals emitted by all humans, and at I have different more of rates. It. And it's basically if you walk by a hot dog place and you smell the beef more than the mustard and the bread that's being toasted, and you smell beef. Oh, okay. You're like, oh. Yeah. I like hot dogs. Now, if you walk by the hot dog place and you're like, I mean, you smell onions or frying up onions. I hate onions. I ain't going to that place. I'm not right. drawn to the onions. Mm-hmm. Even though there's still meat smell, I, yeah, too. Yeah, I know it. I'm, yeah. See, I'm the meat. Yeah, you're the meat. Oh, wow. You are a wiener. <laughs> That's right. You are absolutely a wiener. Uh. Uh. Dozens of shows to be pulled from Disney Plus and Hulu and cost-cutting move. And I'll be honest, made me nervous. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. You didn't make the list. Well, Mike D says I did not make the list of cut shows, but I wonder if my show is even important enough to even make the list of cut shows. Oh. They just cut it quietly. <laughs> yeah, it's not on the list. <laughs> and here's why I think. Because the show is never fully canceled. We could always go back and do season two. But I can't travel internationally and stay moving, which is what was the ask by Nat Geo Disney Plus for the second season. It was, we'd like to continue the show, but Nat Geo is now an international channel more than it is just domestic and a lot of our so can you did I ever say this on the air? No, I don't think so. So if you can do one in like Paris and then go to Uruguay and then go to 
but you have to do it all in like three months. I can't do this show and do that. We can go with you. No, you can. Sure. We can. Paris, and all. let's go. It's a big vacation. <laughs> yeah. So maybe that's why, or maybe they're just going to cut it and not tell me. I'll be watching to see when they cut these shows. But yeah, that's so. Maybe also maybe it's not been fully canceled. Yeah. So maybe that's what's up. I do not know. Also, you know, there's a rule now. I'll just mention this. And maybe Scuba can give me the legalities of it, but I'm pretty happy about it. I'll just use me as an example, but just know that everybody on the show is involved in this. I can't endorse something unless I use it. It's now an official. I've always kind of had that as a principle. Either I have to use it or somebody close to me has to use it or know it. And so now it is a, it's not a law, but it's like a, a policy, right, Scuba Steve? Yeah, I think it's the FTC. They regulate that because others were, others were not doing that. You were diligent and ahead of the curve. You mean yes. I was on this show? For, yeah, for, for our show, yeah. Being yeah. able yeah. to... Yeah. You guys would just jump on anything? Huh? Like, I, know chasing buck. I know he's talking you about. chasing not, a buck? He's talking about me, one person. Not me. Uh, what is yeah, it? I don't know. One person not talking, so. <laughs> oh, here we go. What, I use it or I endorse, if I endorse it. Yeah. Okay. I don't know anything about it. But I'm just using me as an example, right? Yeah. You guys can chase the dollars but all you want, but not anymore. So I got an email. Hey, just making sure that you use Verizon, which I do. I have Verizon. I've used Verizon for 15 years or so. I love Verizon. You? Yeah, I got the same email. And to, to be more specific, it said, do you pay for your own plan? Oh, yeah. I said, yeah. And we were like, I paid yes, the crap out of it. We pay for our own plans. I got 90. I get every bonus thing you could possibly have. But yeah. the great thing now with Verizon is that it's my plan. It gives you complete control over your phone plan. You get exactly what you want. Only pay for what you need. And you can turn on perks whenever you want them. And so here's what we want to do because this. We want to give you control of our show. Every Friday, you'll have a chance to pick what we do, the Friday morning dance party. So this week, you're going to control the Friday morning dance party. Call in, leave us a voicemail saying what song you want to hear. 877-77-BOBBY. So it's our voicemail line. 877-77-BOBBY. And tell us a song you want in the Friday morning conversation. You take control of the show and your phone plan with my plan from Verizon. And by conversation, you mean dance party. Well, no, I mean, that's their thing. <laughs> oh, the Friday morning conversation? Well, oh, wait, that's the thing. No, yeah. I thought the so, conversation was part of the Verizon. So it changes every Friday at something different. So this Friday, it's dance party. And then one week, it may be a fun, fra- fun fact. It's, can it's they pick the week. guest on the Friday morning conversation? Ooh. That'd be fun. They can pick the question, not the guest. The guest, they have to book it, too. No, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> any guest they want. Oh, my God. Anyway, thank you. Here's a voicemail we got over the weekend from Mark. Hey guys, just saw the TikTok from Bobby about uh, both his dogs, unfortunately, looking to get an update. It is a rough weekend, and I mean that as a pun, and rough. Oh, rough for yeah, the dog. It's a rough one. So, did you guys see what happened, by the way? No. no. Thanks for following me on TikTok. Anyway, digital detox. I would. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I challenge that, but I'm not going to. So, on maybe Saturday night, and I'll start with Stanley, our bulldog. He was... Like in his little bed, and he like starts choking. It looks like a yawn, but it's a choke. And I hear <laughs> come out of his throat. I think it's the two dogs. Like when they start playing or they get a little rough, that one of them go. Arr! Yeah. At first, I think it's that, but I can't. I don't see the other dog, and I'm like, what? What happened? And I'm like, Stanley, you okay? And he's like, Ugh, like choking again, and does it again. And Kayla's like, are they dogs fighting? And she's like, no, Eller's with me. So it turns out. Stanley is like starts to like convulse and we have to rush him down to the vet. The emergency, not just the vet, it's nine o'clock at night. So we have to rush him to the emergency room, vet emergency room, whatever that is. There's people everywhere too. I felt so bad for every single person in the room. And I'm and, and on the way there, I just threw him in the driver's seat. 
And he's just like trying to stretch his neck out and like just trying to get comfortable. And he's going, eh. Okay, so he's and he's he doesn't play with toys really, but he swallowed a huge squeaker toy, and that's what squeak. That was the squeak. Oh. It's a squeak. Whoa! He's not even a dog that plays with toys. Is the weirdest thing about it. So, I take him down. I'm like, he's kind of choking, but he can still breathe a little bit. But he was just laboring, right? So they take him back and they try to induce vomiting, and they come back like nothing came out. And I'm like, all right, they said, do you want to do X-rays because it. What you don't want it to do is get into his intestines, like yeah. stomach, but it could get stuck in the intestines. You do x-rays. Of course I do. So we do x-rays. It's like 1130. I've been at two and a half hours so far. And so, and I haven't seen him. I haven't even told him. I haven't even told him what he's about to do. Because uh-uh. he, he hates x-rays. We've had this talk before. <laughs> so they do x-rays. They come back like nothing, nothing in his stomach. They're like, but, and I have the x-rays on my phone. I post them on my TikTok. They're like, there's this huge thing in his intestines. And they, you know what they had to do? An endoscopy first. They, they went in and tried to dig, get, get it out of his stomach through his throat. They had to call a doctor in dang, and try to get it out. And they couldn't. So they're like, okay, it's in his intestines. So they're like, we have to keep him overnight. So it was so big that if it stayed in his intestines and it couldn't pass it, it, it'd kill him. So I'm like, okay, I left. I went to Waffle House by myself. I was just doing everything to kill time. I left the vet at about 3 a.m. Oh so I was there from like 9, 8, 9 p.m. to 3 a.m. So leave him there, come back, go to sleep. Can't really sleep, whatever. They call and I wake up I'm like, yeah. They're like, hey, we can check him out. It's not out of him yet, but it's not hurting him anymore. So we're going to give you like 48 hours. And if it's still not out, we'll have to do surgery. So I'm like, okay. So by the way, if you're just tuning in, my bulldog had to go to the emergency room. So we bring him home yesterday. And so my wife went and I went and picked him up. As we were gone, Eller, half husky, half hound, dog we rescued a couple years ago. She's awesome. She dug her way out of the fence and escaped. Now, we live near a busy highway. She's gone. One of the neighbors, as I'm driving around, I'm in the Bronco because it doesn't have a top and I can just talk to people. I'm like, have you seen Eller? Have you seen? And she's like, yeah, we saw her across the really the interstate. We're like, oh, oh no. no. So we got one dog who is just laying in there. We're just, wa- I'm just staring at his the little hole in his butt to see if anything comes out. We got another dog gone. So I drove around for probably three hours and I drove all around the neighborhoods and Caitlin kind of stayed near the house in case the dog came back. So it was like four hours. I mean, I, I talked to every single person on the side of the road. I was like, you seen this dog? You seen this dog? I was really sad because I was like, we're, we're never going to see her again. So I come back around and I'm driving down the side of my house again and I see Caitlin walking because she was walking like the block our house is on. She goes, hey, stop, stop, stop because the Bronco's really loud. And so she turns off, turn off, turns it off and she hears different squeak. She goes, that, I don't know where that is, but I hear Eller. We're like, what? I'm like, what? She goes, listen, here's her wine. She sees her through the woods, a neighbor's house in a yard, locked in a yard and Eller's going crazy. So I'm running through the woods to get over there. The neighbor comes down and goes, hey, she was like in the road and we pulled her and put her in her backyard so she wouldn't get hit by a car. Wow. This is probably like half a mile down the road. And I'm like, oh my God. So I had to like run her half a mile with my hand on her collar back over. We found the hole that she had dug out from under the fence. There are foxes that just, li- they will taunt her. These foxes sit on the other side of the fence. and are like, what's up, hound? What are you going to do? <laughs> she dug through. She's never done this. Dug all the way through. We were so lucky to get her back. I documented all this on my TikTok for like 24 hours. It was a nightmare. Stanley still still hasn't used the bathroom, that thing out. Mm. Whenever 
Mike D drove up this morning at my house. It was like 5 a.m., 4.30, 4.15, whatever, working from my house. Uh, he sees me out in the yard, like looking down. I'm looking at Stanley's butt. Just like waiting for him to come out. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm like, all right, buddy, let's go. So it's a dramatic, what was a terrible weekend. I slept for three hours last night, three hours the night before. So I'm pretty sleepy, pretty tired, but that's what's up. It's a, it's a brutal one. Wow. Gosh. But I Ella came up. back though. I thought she was that's, gone. That's crazy. I thought, she, I thought when Stanley was convulsing and choking, I was like, yep, he's, he's gone. But I didn't let my wife know I was thinking that. I was like, I'm going to go. You stay here. I rushed him down, stayed there all night. And then the next day looking for Ella, I was like, okay, we, we got to wait. I was like, we'll never see her again. We're like for four hours. So has Stanley like pooped anything other than the toy? You know. Nothing. Okay, so can we give him some Miralax or something? Does that work on dogs? You know. Okay. I know. <laughs> the vet's like, let it go. I've been feeding him extra though. Oh, like, yeah, like yeah. A little full. yeah, yeah. Okay, so we're still in the window. Yeah. Of- so if he doesn't go tonight and it doesn't poop out. Surgery time. We're going to take him in can tomorrow. Yikes. How many, what What number of surgery is oh, this? Oh yeah, good question. So total, <laughs> some bigger than others, he's had 14 so far. Oof. He's had nine at this place, but when I got him, he had a lot of stuff wrong. So the, a lot of these surgeries are early, early, early on. Both eyes, a nose, the other side of his nose, just so he could breathe, his tongue, his wiener, his, his both his legs, yeah. he had a growth on his cheek. So a lot of that stuff was early. Also, bulldogs, they shouldn't exist. It's just so much inbreeding. So don't make an Arkansas joke either, guys. No, no, no. Yeah. I wouldn't even think of it. it. Wouldn't even think of it. So that's what's up. Dramatic there. The Arkansas softball team lost, and they're out of it. And I was just gutted. Terrible. Oh. And then our baseball team lost the series against Vanderbilt. Yeah. Here. It's, that was here. It's brutal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? I just thought of a joke I saw the other day. Go ahead. Something Is about, now the time, maybe? Yeah. I don't know. Just He said, don't make a joke. And so you're like, about to is, make a joke? No, I'm just going to say what I saw. Okay. And said something like, like in Arkansas's uh, oh, Ancestry.com and in eHarmony, the same thing. <laughs> is that funny, David? Hey, no, That's not you funny, just man. said, not funny at all. I just funny. can't believe you said, don't say a joke. And I literally read one mm-hmm. like the other day. Well, dogs, one dog is home. We've had to put perimeters on the fence. I went through and put wood, like firewood, on the outside of the fence all the way. It's so stupid. I spent all day. Like I was building a fence. Like I'm in Yellowstone. So, and then we're just waiting for Stanley. So that's what's up. It's a dramatic weekend. You can see all the x-rays and stuff on my TikTok if you want to see it. At Mr. Bobby Bones. But thank you for asking about that. Uh, and I'll, we'll just take a break on the back side of that. We got more to talk about in a second. Lunchbox is announcing his retirement coming up. Oh, really? Well, hold on. Oh, wow. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. I want to say thanks for everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way to the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of cancer. And I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the parents can focus on being a parent and helping their kid live. You know, I never had cancer. But I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time, and I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was. And then I remember getting out and having to figure out how to pay the bill. I didn't have to pay it, but you know, somebody did. But St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Hey, join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. 
How did the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as the Boar's Nest, Sue's Place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and TJ Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the Boar's Nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer, and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the Boar's Nest. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Around the room, because I just told you how my weekend was. Pretty terrible. Two dog incidents. But Amy, tell me about your weekend. I was in nature Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So anytime I can be outside, I love it. And height. Oh, height. Just being in nature, that's pretty vague. I was with nature. I was with Even that. I was with the trees. I just love being. Sounds like you're doing something dirty with a plant. (laughs) It's like a date with nature. And my son was actually with me a couple times. We took the dog and he wanted to take the cat. And so... That was fun for him because everybody stops and talks to him about the cat being in nature. <laughs> is he ta- is he holding the cat? She has a leash. So she- a, yeah, I've I've that, that's that. a that's a thing to talk about, like a leash cat. Wow. Yeah, and he that's like him walking with a monkey. You just gotta <laughs> say something. Anybody that stops him, he's like, you want to hold her? And I'm like, Stevenson, you can't because if she runs away, they're gonna feel so bad they lost our cat. <laughs> it's on a leash. Why would you run away? <laughs> in case they, she just is fast, Eddie. Yeah, so we had four baseball games scheduled for Saturday, and it and it rained, so they all got canceled. I was like, yes! It was the best day ever, dude. We got to do nothing, and it was fantastic. So they just sat around the house and did nothing? Yeah, no, we had games. We played, we, had, we played like, uh, what is Saw? We played Sorry. We watched a movie. Then my wife took me to a trampoline park. It was the best Saturday I've ever had in a long time. You didn't time. go with her? No, oh, no, no, no. You stayed they, home? They did their own thing. Oh, I bet you liked that. Huh? <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah, it was good. Lunchbox, how was your weekend? Uh, man, I went to a wedding in Oklahoma City, and let me tell you, I have come on the show today, and I have to announce that I have to retire from attending weddings because okay. I am now starting to steal the spotlight from the bride and groom. Here we go. Like, I mean, <laughs> this wedding in Oklahoma City, my cousin Kaylee got married to this dude named Caden. Great wedding, so much fun, but all night. People were coming up to me. Oh my gosh, I'm a huge fan of your show. Are you like some of the bridesmaids? Your lunchbox. Ah, ah, and they start introducing themselves, and the bride and groom are just standing over there, like, is anybody gonna talk to us? Like, even the groom's mom was like, oh my gosh, like, I- I'm so excited you're here. I'm gonna have to introduce you to some people. And she's taking me around the room to meet people in her family. And I was just like, this is bad, man. Like, I guess maybe our ratings are great in Oklahoma City because this whole wedding was full of super fans. And it was just like... So you're not doing any more weddings because I, you're so famous. Yeah, it's gonna. It's tough because the bride and groom, they know I'm famous and they just expect people to know how to act at a wedding. But obviously it, it can't happen because 
all night long. I was taking pictures with people. Like my kids wanted to dance, and they were like, "Oh wait, come meet these people." So my kids were out on the dance floor by themselves while I was off taking pictures. And I oh, mean, it was crazy. It was just it was rough, and I felt bad for the bride and groom. I hope they're not too mad. And very kind of you. Yeah, it, it was just it was just an interesting dynamic. And mm-hmm. when you do that, you take away from the bride and groom. It's supposed to be their night. I mean. But you know, it was supposed to be. Yeah. yeah. And I, I did but, like Garth, whenever Ray and Bay got married, Garth just kind of, right when it started, he kind of slipped in because he didn't want to take the spotlight off of Ray and Bay. And then he hung around after. But I mean, Garth, I guess, isn't as famous as Lunchbox. Everybody pretty chill. Yeah. yeah. Everybody's like, hey, Garth, good to see I mean, you. Garth that was, was cool. Because of COVID, that was a really small, intimate mm-hmm. wedding. You couldn't miss Garth. I mean, Lunchbox is bigger than Garth, I guess. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it was a big deal. So maybe <laughs> maybe I should try that where I just slide in and then slide out so people, like, I sit in the back. You wouldn't and- allow that. One, you don't need that. <laughs> Two, and then you wouldn't allow that. You love the attention. Man, it also, felt... Now we're throwing Trisha Yearwood into the mix because Trisha and Garth were there. Yeah, but, oh, that's but true. Garth had a big cowboy hat on. It was It had been easier to see him. Because he had a big black cowboy hat on. If he just slept in, Trisha looks pretty normal. Okay, true. I'm just saying, lunchbox is more famous than both of them combined. Hey, man, you guys weren't at this wedding. It was just That's like true, picture we after it picture crazy after lunch. picture. It was crazy. It was wow. exhausting. And you're not exaggerating at all. No, I'm not. I mean, it was they. They were freaking out. I mean, the groom's mom was ah. Yeah, there's like two screams so far. Yeah. The bridesmaids, the three girls, they were going crazy. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Well, and the wedding was good, though, other than that? Oh, the wedding was great, man. Fantastic. It was supposed to rain, but it drizzled a little bit, but then it just psh, cleared up. And, I mean, it was a party all night long. But not for you, because you were stuck <laughs> Well, I mean, I was taking shots. I, I mean, no, yeah. no, but I was taking shots, too. Like, oh, can we have a shot with you? All right, all right let's do a shot. <laughs> While your kids, your kids were on the dance floor alone. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, there's a special episode today of our sports show called 25 Whistles. If you're a uh, fan of baseball, Jim Edmonds was on with us. We had him for half an hour. Amy, he was a Cardinal for a long time, an Angel for a long time. It was awesome. And so I asked him, because I'm a huge Cubs fan, I was like, do you guys actually hate each other? Like, a rivalry's real. Do you actually hate people on the other team if you're the rival? Here's what he said. When I first got to St. Louis, I didn't. I knew there was a rivalry with the Cubs, but I didn't really was like, what is this deal? You know, like, I am just got here. I don't know anyone. So, And then I think the media can push it over the edge. I think after my second or third year, it started to really become real. Like, I think in 03, they beat us up pretty good at the end of the year, and then we got in a fight, and then 04, same kind of stuff. But I think you feel it because uh, you feel the fans, you feel the energy, and how can you not love playing in that stadium? So then I was like, all right, you like country music. And so this is him talking about Cole Swindell, and they were at a bar together, and here's that. I got divorced. You know the song, um, You Ain't Worth the Whiskey? I do, yeah. That was like the one one to live by after a breakup, right? <laughs> yeah. You think about it. Like, in your own head. And it's a funny story. So we're sitting in a bar and was talking about that story and just how it meant so much. And it was weird. I was like, not saying like, hey, I love you because of this, but I had known him for a little bit. I was telling him about the song, and he's like, I'll be right back. And I was like, all right, whatever. So now I'm talking to someone else, and he jumps up on stage and started performing the song. <laughs> I was like, this is pretty damn cool right here. That's a massive flex. You just get up and do the song. Yeah. Amazing. And I started to think, maybe you know Jim Edmonds from Housewives. Oh, he was married to the blonde? Yeah. I oh. didn't even think about that. Okay, now I was like, why does his voice sound familiar? Yeah. And it is. It's from Real Housewives. Which one? What city? I don't know. I know him from Jane. playing outfield for the Cardinals. Yeah, that's crazy. He, he showed up just saying she's not worth the whiskey or whatever. Yeah. Oof. That was a rough breakup, though. <laughs> I'm going to lie. I saw her at iHeartRadio Music Festival last year. Really? Yeah, whomever she is. I can't think of her name. Yeah. She was with one of the guys from The Bachelor or something. Megan King? That's it. That's it. Oh, wow. 
How about that? So all our worlds come together right mm-hmm. here. All right, so check out 25 Whistles. It's a really awesome interview with Jim Edmonds. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from San Antonio, Texas. A man and a woman were in a car when they get in a wreck. and like, oh, no, we don't have insurance. We don't have a license. Car stolen. So they get out and run. And they run to a local restaurant. And they order tacos and sit down like they're eating. Oh, nice. you know, nothing to see here. Yep. And then when cops start walking towards the restaurant, they're like, uh-oh. And they hide into the attic above the bathroom and <laughs> crash through the ceiling. I saw oh. they fell through. <laughs> wow. There are just a couple things about the front of the story, though, that I heard you say. They don't have a license, insurance, and they're also in a stolen car. Let's say they uh, do have a license and insurance, uh, but they still are in a stolen car. <laughs> I don't point. think they get a break. <laughs> yeah, 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 you're right about that. I think it doesn't matter if they have license or insurance at all. It's probably it's an extra offense. Yeah, but you're st- still an offense that you go to jail for. <laughs> And then if they're sitting down, if you're trying to blend in, the number one thing you have to do is whistle. Oh. <laughs> so if they weren't whistling, like they don't have a care in the world, right, they probably right. got caught. All right. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Hey, on Instagram and TikTok, my name is Mr. Bobby Bones, MR Bobby Bones. It's not just Bobby Bones because whoever has those will not sell them to me. And if I can't buy them all, I'm not going to use any of them. So I like, why don't you have your own name? Well, even if I could buy one of them, I wouldn't switch it because then I don't want to be all different. Do you like Mr.? No, I hate it. It makes yeah. me feel like I'm better than folks. Yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. must refer to me as Mr. Oh. We feel like that, too. Thank you. I know. <laughs> I, I hate that for us. <laughs> all right, let's do the good news countdown. It's the good news countdown. Counting down the biggest good news stories across the land. Here we go with number three. Number three. Otis Taylor, a legendary blues artist who is 74 years old now and still putting out music, but he never graduated high school because back in 1966, two months before graduation, they said, hey, you got to cut your hair to graduate. He said, I'm not cutting my hair. They said, then you will not graduate. So he didn't. They expelled him because he wouldn't cut his hair, but now they have finally, finally? Jeez. Oh my God. <laughs> held on to that. 2013, bro. <laughs> come on. Okay. They finally reversed that decision. They held a special ceremony last week, and he finally got his diploma. So he has the blues no more. <laughs> didn't sing any blues him. anymore. Yeah, all happy. All right, let's go. Next one. Number two. Great news for humanity. Researchers at NASA and the University of Colorado say that of all the dangerous asteroids we know of, none of them will hit the Earth for at least the next 1,000 years. Yes. Perfect. Unless one's coming so fast that we haven't been able to judge its speed. Oh. And it. Well, there's just a lot of variables. Did they say that? Or you? They did. Now I'm okay. making this part okay. up. But it looks like we're safe from the movie Armageddon for the next 1,000 years. And number one, a teacher in Saginaw, Michigan named Brendan Harrison just finished his last round of chemo after he was diagnosed with colon cancer last year. And when he walked out of the hospital, a huge group of friends and family and students, they were all cheering for him. And I want to play that moment for you now. That's crazy. That's a lot of people. That's awesome. That is the Good News Countdown. That was the Good News Countdown. All right, we bid you a fond farewell. Not all farewells are fond. Some of them we bid you are bad farewells because we didn't have a good show. We hope you have a bad day, but not today. Right, everybody? We had a good show. Good day. Yes. (laughs) All right, thank you. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye, everybody.
This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. The show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them every day can make all the difference in the world. That's why everybody should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's better, H-E-L-P.com. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. 